What a week it has been. Hands up who found themselves with several new job titles recently. Raising my hand, on the podcast this week, I'm taking you behind the scenes of my week as mother, business owner, homeschooler, cleaner, cook. I feel like there's more. (laughs) That's a lot of hats, right? I'm going to tell you what I've learned, what's worked, what hasn't, and also the details on my mini meltdown. You know I like to keep it real over here, so we're talking all the things. My business focus, mindset work, homeschooling, whether or not I've done any housework, plus my hair conundrum. (laughs) Maybe Maybe you'll take away some tips. Maybe you'll just enjoy our chat. Either way, it's time for me to share all. Let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. How are you doing? How are you really doing, my love? It's Corrie Javid here from CorrieJavid.com. Wow, what a weird time we're in. So I'm recording this one week into full-on lockdown, or maybe not full, I'm trying to think when exactly like full, full lockdown, it's kind of been happening in stages here, was enforced, but basically a week at home, homeschooling, mumming, doing my business stuff, cooking, cleaning, all the things, <laughs> all inside, all at home, you feel me, you're with me, we're all in this, right? So, I just wanted to bring you today's show, not scheduled obviously, because who knew this was going to happen, (laughs) Um, but I wanted to bring you behind the scenes of what's been going on here. I just want to give you a real honest like glimpse and look into life in the Javid household during this time and how I've been adjusting, just in case there's anything that you can take away from what I've been doing that might help you. So that's really my agenda for us today. I'm going to tell you kind of what I've been learning, how I've been navigating this whole motherhood, business owner, homeschooler, cook and cleaner gig that I've landed myself. Um, just really want to share it with you just in case either you just it just resonates and you just feel like you're not alone because guess what my love you're not alone we're all in this together even though we're socially isolated I mean you and I we've been hanging out in this same format via this podcast nothing's changed in that way right um but yeah even though we're not physically together we are all in this together literally globally and if we choose to see that there is some beauty in that yes there's terrible stuff going on but if we choose to see there's some beauty in that we can feel a little bit better so my aim is just for us to feel connected, for um, you to feel like you're not alone in this and maybe in me sharing a little bit about my week you can feel that there's maybe some commonality somewhere and maybe some of the things I'm doing might help you too. So that's my aim for us today. Um, what has been going on over here? We're going to get into the, the details, the nitty gritty, um, but I want to tell you about a few things that I've been doing. Oh, 
exciting. I've been creating things for you. So yes, my love, I hope you appreciate this. <laughs> Even though I have been navigating my first week as not just a business owner and mother, but homeschooler and cook and cleaner, and we'll get into all of that. Um, even though I've been navigating that this week, I have also, the team and I, I should add, not solo over here, the team and I have been creating things to help you. Yes, because I have vowed from the start of this that I am determined to be part of the solution. I'm going to be bringing the positivity and I'm going to be bringing you always the support and resources that you need depending on where you're at right now. So while everyone else was out there stockpiling, I don't know, pasta, potatoes and toilet paper, me, oh no, I was stockpiling something else. I was stockpiling support and resources for you, my love. So introducing, drumroll, ta-da, <laughs> the Limitless Mother's Support Stockpile. That's right, I've made you a virtual pantry and I've stocked it to the brim of things that you can use right now, depending on where you're at, depending on what you need, it's going to be in there for you. And I'm going to be adding to it too. So if you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash stockpile, you'll see what's in there. There's loads of free resources that I've assembled, some inexpensive, some more full-on one-to-one support. So they will be in there, the things that you need right now. That's my aim. And if you don't see something and you need it, let me know. I'll see if I can add it to the pantry, add it to the stockpile. Um, so that's super exciting because I just wanted everything to be in one easily accessible place for you so that when I'm mentioning things on the show, when I'm mentioning tools and resources and tips and ways of working with me and whatever, all of the things that you might be needing, I just thought it'd be so easy if they were all in one place. So there you go. Been stockpiling for you, my love. So yeah, like I said, you can check it out, corriejavid.com forward slash stockpile. Um, and there'll be a handy link in your show notes too. And then the other exciting update that I have is that I extended the window of time that you can enter the giveaway. And because <laughs> I realized I'd given a very short window and given what we've all been navigating, it's okay if you've not been totally fully up to date with the podcast, right? And so I was like, oh, actually, that was probably a bit of an ask and a bit too short of a time period. And I would hate for some of you to be listening and be like, wait, what? There was a giveaway and I missed it? Oh, man. <laughs> so because these prizes are so good, um, I'm giving you longer. So I'm extending the giveaway until midnight on the 6th of April now. So you've got about another week and I'm going to announce the winner um, hopefully on this show on the 7th. Although it's just occurred to me that logistically... <laughs> I, I always record in advance, so we'll see. I'll either announce it on the 7th or I will announce it via email on the 7th. So either way, it will be announced on the 7th of April. And if you're like, what is the giveaway? Well, then that means you weren't listening to the last two episodes, my part one and part two of navigating motherhood and business when your kids are at home. If you haven't listened to them, pause this go and listen to them first, my love, because in there, I'm giving you exactly what you need to be navigating this time ahead with success, this weird time that we've found ourselves in. And it's an in-depth training. That's why it's a two-part special. So go and listen to those. And literally all you need to do to win, and actually, I haven't even told you the prize, have I? See, I'm just so excited <laughs> about this giveaway. You're like, okay, there's the giveaway and I need to listen to that episode, but what? What's the prize? <laughs> what can I say? Lockdown has gone to my brain. <laughs> um, 
So the prize is I'm giving away two of my brand new transformational coaching packages. So in this, you get a one-to-one, one-hour intensive with me, with moi. And on this call, I will give you the mindset shift that you need right now to successfully navigate motherhood and business. I will help you with the strategic shift as well so that you are adapting, you are creating, you are pivoting depending on what your business needs so that you can shift back into profit. So this is my shift to profit one-to-one coaching call. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I'm really excited about this because I thought, what do you you ladies need right now? So many of you are going to need to shift. You're going to need to shift your mindset so that you actually feel able to think about business at this time and really then show up for a shift in strategy because it takes that double whammy. You need the strategy and you need the mindset always, but even more so right now, because if your mindset is taking a dip, and hey, no one's going to blame you if that's you right now, but if your mindset's taking a dip, then of course the last thing that you're going to be wanting to do right now is really thinking strategically about your business and how you can adapt and change to the current climate we're finding ourselves in, and meet your clients, your customers where they're at, and serve them potentially in new ways so that you can keep momentum going in your business and you can keep turning a profit and very possibly even grow your profits because there are opportunities out there and potential for us to be earning money absolutely and for sure. But we won't be able to see those, first of all, if we don't shift our mindset. And then also we won't be able to make the most of those opportunities if we're not shifting and adapting our businesses accordingly. So we need to shift, for example, our marketing message at this time. We need to be shifting how we're selling and so in some cases even shifting what we're selling or creating new offerings in some instances as well. So if that's the support you need then you could win one of these babies. I'm giving away two of my shift to profit calls. If you want to find out more about these prizes you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shift and you'll find out all about the shift to profit calls and what we can do and all those juicy details and I'm giving away two for free. That's right I'm waiving the 400 £197 price tag. So you get access, direct one-to-one coaching, laser beam coaching from me. And you also get um, a week of follow-up support too, so that you can really get that shift bedded in and in place and rocking and rolling. And on top of that, you get access to any template from the Limitless Mother template shop that you and I agree is necessary for you to make these shifts and make this happen and shift into profit. So you're like, okay, great. Now I know what the prize is. How do I enter? I want one of these magical calls. Well, all you need to do is take a screenshot specifically of episode 117 or episode 118, which is part one and part two of my Navigating Motherhood and Business While Your Kids Are at Home series. Take a screenshot of you listening to either one of those, share it on Instagram, tag me at Corrie Javid, or if you're not an Instagram story type of person, um, because that works well with stories, then you could repost one of the episode posts for those two episodes from my Instagram grid or from my Facebook page. Um, over on Facebook, I'm at Corey A. Javid and on Instagram, I'm at Corey Javid. So share about those two episodes and you'll be entered to win. And you can share one, both, and as many times and in as many platforms as you like. Just make sure you tag me or if you're sharing in some other way, maybe you're telling your business bestie about the podcast, then just take a screen 
screenshot and send it to support at corriejavid.com. Either way, tag me or email me so I can see that you've done it and that counts as an entry. And there's no limit to the amount of times you can enter. And so you have more chance of being picked if you enter more times. So I've made it super, super simple to enter. Literally, everyone can take a screenshot, right? And share it to an Instagram story or everyone can repost um, one of my posts about those two episodes. And the reason why I want your help sharing those two episodes in particular is because I feel like us mothers and business owners have got it particularly difficult in terms of the juggle going on right now, right? And so I made that in-depth training. I poured my heart into it and I really packed a lot of value into it. And I really feel passionately about getting it into the hands and well, earbuds, right? (laughs) Of as many women as possible. So it would massively help me out if you could go ahead and share that. Okay, that's us all caught up. Let's talk about my week behind the scenes as a mother, business owner, homeschooler, cleaner, cook, you know, chief bottle washer, what else? (laughs) General dog's body. So, you know, we've all been through a period now of adjusting. And before I actually tell you about my week and what I've learned and how it's shaping up over here, I want to give a massive caveat so I don't have to keep doing this throughout the episode. My life is going to be different from your life and different from the next person's life, right? So we're all in this same situation of being in lockdown. We're all in the same situation largely of having our kids at home. But we all have different household experiences. We all have different relationship dynamics. We all have different numbers and ages of kids. And so what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for you and vice versa. And I might have more time for one thing and less time for another. And you might have the totally opposite situation. So I don't want you to take anything that I'm sharing today as something that you should be doing or use it to kind of compare and contrast. It's not really the point. I just wanted to kind of share where I'm at in case there's anything that just makes you feel like less alone in this and also in case there's anything that resonates that you can take away from what I've been doing where things have been working obviously um and use it in your own life right now to help yourself out if that feels good like take what resonates and just discard and listen to the rest right um so we've got that out of the way because I don't want to have to keep saying throughout like well obviously my daughter's this age and you might have toddlers and obviously da 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 you know that would get boring quite quickly, right? (laughs) So I've said that and I've got that out of the way. Let's get into it. Um, Let's just talk very quickly about where you might be at. You're probably adjusting just like we have been over here, right? I think so many of us have kind of um, almost retreated and wanted to just kind of retreat and regroup and find our feet and maybe you haven't found your feet yet and maybe you're feeling like you haven't adjusted yet maybe you just want to kind of run and hide right now maybe you want to nap all the time maybe you want to eat chocolate and watch rubbish films all the time or maybe you're working all hours maybe you're feeling really positive and invigorated there's really no right or wrong here, my love. We're in unprecedented times and the biggest favor we can do ourselves is to be super kind to ourselves and just acknowledge where we're at and not make it wrong. Not make it wrong if we're feeling good. Not make it wrong if we're feeling a bit crummy. It's it's all okay. So wherever you're at, that's okay. Be there. <laughs> and also, if there's anything, like I said, that resonates from what I'm sharing, then take it, use it, discard the rest. Okay, so... 
I shared a little story over in my Tuesday email. If you're not on my Tuesday email list and you don't receive my Tuesday emails and you don't know about them, it's time to know about them. (laughs) Sign up for something free of mine. Head over to corriejavid.com and at the top you can sign up for my free morning mindset routine template and you'll get yourself on my list and you'll receive my Tuesday emails. My Tuesday emails are notes from the heart and bits of value that I want to share, lessons that worked for me and might work for you, all kinds of goodness. And it's all unique content because you're you're in my inner circle if you're on my email list. So anyway, over there on Tuesday, I was um, telling the ladies, and maybe that was you, maybe you were one of the ladies who received them, about the fact that I had a bit of a mini meltdown this time last week. So I knew that we were going to be heading into, like I could foresee that we were going to be heading into lockdown and I understood that schools were going to be closing. But for whatever reason, it just didn't really dawn on me until last Friday that, oh, and also we're responsible to actually homeschool these kids. We're not just on a like extended break or holiday. (laughs) We actually need to teach them. And all of a sudden, that just felt like so much pressure for me. And I just wanted to share that because, yes, I'm very upbeat. Yes, I'm a massively positive person. Yes, I always believe in abundance. Um, But it doesn't mean that I'm not human, right? And it doesn't mean that I don't have wobbles and I don't feel emotions. So I just wanted to share that. So I was feeling pressure and, and just feeling a bit frustrated too because. I asked my husband to speak to his employers, who are a massive firm, I should say, global firm. So they're, they're going to be fine. And I asked him, you know, are they making any provision for working parents who now have kids at home? You know, are they going to allow you to reduce hours? Or is there any kind of even nod to the fact that this is a challenge? And he's like, no, really, I kind of just expected to get on with it. And it really irked me, <laughs> to use a less strong sounding word than was kind of the truth. Because that's kind of annoying, right? That it's just annoying. I know like we're all in this, but it kind of felt like, well, now what? Why would his company assume that he's going to have somebody at home that can, you know, take up the full burden of homeschooling? It's a bit presumptuous, right? And what if we both worked there? Then what? So anyway, um, it's not, this isn't really about me being annoyed at them because it's not really about them really the thing is, is it was just one of those days when that was one of the things that frustrated me. And then also I was sad because I picked up my daughter from school and she full on wailed all the way home from school, like proper blubbing tears at the realization that she wasn't going to be seeing her friends anymore. And it broke my heart. And it was really, really difficult because it's difficult to have a conversation with an eight-year-old who feels like, you know, it's forever potentially that she's not going to see her friends again because anything beyond like next week always feels like forever. And I can't even give her a date or even a time frame. And it's also unknown. And she just can't really quite understand why we have to go to these extreme measures and why she can't still just, will even see a friend on the weekend or whatever. So it all just kind of came to a head for me. And I got a bit upset, but I also got a bit petty, <laughs> if I'm being totally frank. And I messaged my mum with some kind of snarky comment about something and somebody, um, which really isn't like me. But hey, you know, these are the ways that we behave when we're not feeling great, right? And it was quite funny because my mum sent me, and I know you'll be listening, mum, love you. Um, she sent me quite a stern but totally fair message along the lines of, um, sorry, but you need to snap out of it. That doesn't even sound like you. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay. So I just did what I know to do. And this is why I bang on about mindset work all the time. Because, yeah, I had a bit of a blip and I had a little cry. <laughs> um, 
but I also know what to do to shift out of it. I allow myself to feel that emotion and then I just went straight to my mindset practices and also some of my practical activities that I can do to get myself out of overwhelm because part of it was a feeling of overwhelm. So I know exactly what to do in those instances and I did them and then I bounced back very quickly and I felt very, very fine since then. And I don't want to go into that too much because in case you're not feeling fine, I don't want that to be annoying. Um, But I just wanted to share that because, you know, this is life and this is real. We're all dealing with this and it is a period of adjustment and I didn't have a bit of a meltdown and hey, I'm human, right? And so are you. And so if you've had a meltdown or several I, I see you, I feel you, <laughs> I'm with you, my love. Um, but the also the other takeaway there, I th- well, the only takeaway there really, I think, was just that it's absolutely fine for us to feel that way, to feel sad, to feel frustrated, to feel overwhelmed. But it's so good to feel equipped with tools and practices and a kind of solid foundation of mindset anyway. I feel very mentally resilient generally. And I'm always cultivating a mindset of kind of calm and contentment. And that's really paying me dividends right now. All of that work I've been doing, and it's not like a ton of work, but I mean like daily habits of looking after my mindset are really paying off right now. Um, because I have that go-to practice, but also because I have a really solid baseline. So if you haven't been doing your mindset work, then I hope that that serves as a little boost to get you going with it. So it's not about making yourself wrong for not having done that. I'm not about that at all, if you know me at all by now. Um, I'm not about beating ourselves up ever about anything. Um, but it could be a little motivation for you to actually start doing that, because now's a really great opportunity to be really working on cultivating a mindset that supports you and doesn't actually go down too many negative spirals for too long and that you can shift out of those feelings as and when you experience them. So it's not that we're trying to avoid negative feelings ever. That's not the purpose of mindset work. It's more how fast can we bounce back and can we re-empower ourselves to notice when something doesn't feel good, process it, and then choose to feel a better way. So that was my mini meltdown. What else has been going on over here? Well, so after my husband came back with, well, a kind of shrugged shoulders and they don't seem to be doing anything for us as parents in terms of his work, I was like, okay, well then we're going to need to have a chat because I'm not doing this all on my own. (laughs) Um, And so we came to an agreement of how we were going to make this work because we're both in this together, right? And we have now a little schedule that has actually so far this week worked out really well. Um, And I'll go through it with you right now, just in case it's of interest. And again, it doesn't mean you have to be doing this. So I actually, well, I always start my day the night before because I like to plan what I'm doing the next day because it takes the decision making out of the next morning. So if you're pressed for time and you arrive at, say, like an hour or two hour slot that you have allocated to you to work and you don't know what you should be focusing on oh my goodness you can get that like rising sense of panic like I don't know where to start maybe I'll just check my email oh no I'll check Instagram no wait I need to be doing that thing oh no I haven't started that other thing it's really easy to feel like that right and then you don't make the most of that window of time and then you get to the end of it and you're like crap I've just been spending that time feeling busy and I didn't do anything so I'm still doing that still planning my day the night before but I'm being even more ruthless with that and have scaled back a load of things. So projects and initiatives and things that we had going on over here at Team Corrie, 
So a lot of the projects and initiatives that we had underway over here at Team Corrie, we've paused just so that we can really focus on the things that are most important to us. And I'll go into what those are in a minute. Um, But that's really enabled me to streamline what I need to achieve in a given day. So I did that same exercise that I was telling you about on the last two episodes of the podcast of like doing a brain dump and really getting ruthless with my to-do list and what's on my plate and also what's on my team's plate. So I've been checking in with them, seeing what their capacity is like, seeing how they're adjusting to the new norm and having conversations um, constantly just so I can be really flexible for them and not expect too much for them. But equally, I know that they want to be earning at this time so we're kind of navigating that through together and it it helps that we're all all mums working together because we're all in it right um so I start the night before I use my planner template oh which by the way is available um in the shop right now it's only seven dollars so if you want to be using my method for planning your day which it looks kind of simple but then when you read and I tell you about the psychology behind it it's super effective if you use it in the exact way that I tell you to my clients I make them use it <laughs> and they absolutely love it they're like oh my goodness I feel so much better and it's like one really great tool for dealing with overwhelm so if you want that head over to corriejabbard.com forward slash stockpile because you'll find it there um so that's what I'm doing the night before. So it just means when I get up um, and when I get to my first window of work time, I know what I'm doing and I have a really clear focused plan. So in the morning, this is how it's shaping up for us. I'm getting up an hour earlier than I used to. I am not really an early riser anymore. I always used to be. And ever since I haven't had to be, <laughs> then I haven't been. Um, so I made the decision when I was faced with not being able to just enjoy an abundance of time in the house on my own, which I actually really love. (laughs) I made the decision to find a way to carve out that time. And for me, that looks like getting up an hour early. I just like the feeling of being on my own in the house. So for me, it's worth that trade-off. I'm going to bed an hour earlier. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything there, really. Just an extra hour of Netflix mindless watching. So nothing really productive or spiritually fulfilling or anything like that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Netflix. Don't get me wrong. Um, And during that hour, I am doing things for me, just doing what feels good. So far, I have been doing my morning journaling. I mean, to be honest, things would have to be even more diabolical in the world for me to stop doing that because I'm addicted to doing that. It's just like such a habit right now. The idea of not doing it would be harder than than doing it. And I literally take five minutes to do it. And I don't care if this is TMI, <laughs> I do it while I'm on the toilet. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I grab my journal, I go into the toilet and I lock the door <laughs> and I journal for at least five minutes, generally five, very rarely that much more, about a page or so. And I love doing that as a way of being really proactive with my thinking and really helps me to cultivate that resilient mindset that I was talking about. So that happens first. And then I have the rest of the hour to do whatever I like because I'm on my own. I don't do anything during that hour that doesn't feel amazing. (laughs) So I have been doing a lot of yoga this week. That's feeling really great. It's really great for feeling grounded when um, our temptation right now can be to be all up in our heads and all the energy is all up there and if I get like that I can suffer from headaches and so I know this and so I love doing yoga as a way of grounding that energy and literally taking it down through your body and into the earth 
So we've been loving that. I've been meditating more than I usually do. So in terms of, I mean, non-guided meditation. So I, I have guided meditations that I do almost every single night. When we're talking about, you know, just sitting there listening to maybe just some meditation music and trying to calm the mind, I haven't done that typically very consistently at all. But lately, that's just been feeling really good for me. And again, not a very huge amount of time, but it's been feeling like what I need. So I'm going with it right now. And the other thing that I've been doing is drinking a cup of tea and listening to, well, I do two things. While I'm making the tea, I listen to one of the audios from Limitless Money because I have a couple in there designed to like really short ones, five minute ones designed to kind of give you that daily head start. (laughs) Enjoy my pun there. Um, (laughs) And so I love listening to them because it just gets me in a high vibe mood. So while I'm making the tea, I'll listen to one of those. So I have one that's in there already and then I've already created a new one which is getting added. So if you're a Limitless Money student, that may well even be live by the time this airs. So I listen to one of those and then while I'm drinking my tea, I'll often just sit and look at the garden and then sometimes listen to either something really uplifting podcast-wise or an audiobook. And right now, it's really funny because all of my audiobooks that I'm listening to are all very sort of spiritual, like um, The Surrender Experiment, for example. It's been a really good one that I've been enjoying lately. And now I'm listening to Autobiography of a Yogi. I feel like I don't want to be filling my brain with anything that's going to give me a suggestion of a to-do item right now. I want to be filling it with like really nourishing things. So that's been feeling good. So I've spent that hour on my own. Then my husband and daughter generally wake up, but then I retreat into my office and I have a two hour window. I could have had a two and a half hour window, but I'll tell you why I shaved off half an hour at the end. A two hour window of focused work in my business. And I've actually been loving that because I've only got that two hours and I know I have to finish at the end of the time. And one of the reasons I have to finish is because my husband has an early morning conference call that he has to dial into. That's non-negotiable. So fine. And I have been so focused during those two hours. It's amazing how having our time squeezed when we've planned appropriately, which is what I'm almost doing the day before, and I'm not telling myself I need to do all the things. I know just the things that I need to do in that little two-hour pocket of time. It's amazing what you can achieve when you're focused in two hours. So I've actually been kind of on fire this week. So (laughs) that's been a really nice experience because I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting it to take longer to adjust and I was expecting it to feel weird not having as many hours to dedicate to my business. But so far, so good. And so here's the half hour I shaved off. I was going to have two and a half hours, but then I heard about PE with Joe, which is live on YouTube with Joe Wicks, the body coach. And I thought, well, that would actually be a really great start to the homeschool day with um, my daughter. It starts at nine. So her and I, we put on our quote unquote PE kit. I'm actually still in my pajamas but she puts on um, shorts and a t-shirt and we do that in the lounge. And it's really great for a couple of reasons. It's good because she's used to cycling to school. And so it's nice for her to have that active start to the day when she's obviously not cycling in the morning anymore. And the other thing is for me, I've found it to be really useful because it's a great transition out of work and into homeschooling. 
when we are moving our bodies, when we're getting that movement in, we're moving our energy and it's much easier then to transition between activities because we are literally like shaking off the energy of the last thing that we're doing. So I'm shaking off my business head and I'm getting silly and it's fun and moving about and getting my heart rate up and it, you know, releases all those positive high vibe chemicals when you do exercise too. And it's something that we do together and she thinks it's quite funny that mummy's joining in. So you know, it's just been a really nice start. So I was happy to shave off half an hour. You might be surprised that when you have squeezed a window of time to work in, it might be a surprising exchange to make to take it off to do something like that. But for me, I just know that actually that half hour, I could just be in my office powering through a bit more. But the thing that I've noticed, you know, is that by the end of the two hours, I'm ready for a break anyway, because I've been so focused. So that's what else has been working over here. And then we have a morning of homeschooling and I am pretty much just with her kind of hovering around. I don't like to kind of sit too close to her because then she wants too much help that she doesn't actually need. Uh, but equally, if I go out of the room, then she's calling for me. So I kind of just potter around in her vicinity <laughs> and give her a bit of guidance as needed and help her stick to her timetable. And actually, she, bless her heart, wrote out her own timetable and quite enjoys sticking to it. A bit suspicious of the fact there's a whole hour of art in there. I'm not sure they do that at school every day, but hey, let's roll with it. <laughs> um, and then at lunchtime, we all have lunch together and my husband and I are taking it in turns to go out for exercise if we want to during that time. And then sometimes my daughter and I will go for um, a walk or a scooter ride or something. So again, more movement because it's just, I feel like otherwise we could feel too pent up, if you know what I mean. Then after lunch, we kind of tag team it and my husband is supervising my daughter and the rest of her homeschool day. It's a bit looser in the afternoon. She's more of a morning person in terms of getting her schoolwork done. So she has some scheduled activities for the afternoon, but we keep it a little bit looser and she spends quite a lot of time on the trampoline and we wind that up at around three and then I do just let her watch TV because she's done and hey, I am not going to be judging myself over the amount of screen time that's going on right now. I have released myself of all judgment on that front. <laughs> if she's getting fresh air and she's learning, it's okay if she watches TV too. That's just my little opinion here. So in the afternoon, when those two are downstairs doing that, then I have another few hours in the afternoon, which are largely dedicated to my wonderful clients. So having one-to-one -one coaching calls with them or giving them the support that they need in Basecamp, which is the tool that we use to keep connected and for them to feel supported between our calls. And then if there's anything else that needs wrapping up or if there's anything that my team needs from me, then that's happening largely in the afternoon too. And I've really streamlined my priorities. So I did say that I would share this. Our number one priority in my business right now, so for me and for my team, is my existing clients, helping them to feel even more supported than normal is absolutely paramount to me because I know that we're all navigating this kind of unusual time and I want them to all still absolutely thrive and they are actually. So they're doing really well and I'm so proud of all of my one-to-one -one clients right now. They're all doing really well in their own ways, adapting to their new norm. So that's my number one absolute priority. So if literally nothing else happens, but my clients are served and served well, I'm happy. And I've given that permission to the team too, just so that they know where our priorities are. Because 
if, say, an Instagram post didn't go out or if part of a funnel didn't get built or if, I don't know, a piece of graphic design didn't happen, even if the podcast didn't happen, as long as my clients and also customers, so if we get questions from template shop customers or requests for support in any way from our Limitless Money students, then of course I'm categorizing them under the number one priority. But other than that, if something has to slide, then it can. So that's just really helpful to feel focused and not to feel too much pressure in terms of expectations around achievements. So for me and for the team. So that's number one priority over here. And then the second priority is showing up and serving you ladies. So serving my wide audience. So keeping free, valuable content coming out and all of the other things that I've been creating for you. So the stockpile, my new shift to profit calls, Anything that is serving my wider audience comes as that second priority and then that's it. That's where we end. So we've had loads of other, like I said, projects and initiatives bubbling away, some behind the scenes like business building things that I'm largely uninvolved in and the team are more involved in, but we've had, you know, stuff going on. We've had some quite exciting things in the pipeline and we've just paused a lot of them. Some of them just temporarily while we find our feet and then some of them we will shelve until we kind of have finished shifting and adapting to this time. So I'm not putting pressure on myself to have all of my strategy completely mapped out for the rest of the year. I'm looking at a more short-term strategy for now and we have that pretty much established and then just playing it by ear for a little while until we see how this evolves and grows because it is an uncertain time ahead. But having those streamlined priorities is really, really helping me to not feel overwhelmed in all of this. And then the other thing that I should mention is, so I said like this is behind the scenes, my week as a mother, business owner, homeschooler, cleaner and cook. So I usually have, and yes, I'm fortunate for this, um, the lovely Haley normally comes twice a week to clean and tidy because we are pretty messy humans. <laughs> um, and obviously we don't have her help right now. So uh, that's all on us. And so it's not all on me. This is the thing. I'm not taking f full responsibility for the house or anything else. I do take full responsibility for cooking, but only because I enjoy it. <laughs> and it gets me out of the tidying up. So the deal we have over here, how it works is if I cook, he cleans up the kitchen afterwards. To me, that's like a winning deal. But, you know, I know some people don't really enjoy cooking. And actually, if I'm honest, largely I've done no housework. I'm just going to be completely frank. I've done a couple of loads of laundry and I've done a bit of a tidy to keep things like less than horrific, um, especially with the dining table now being a sort of schoolroom too. But I haven't done anything else. My decision is I thought, well, I'm just going to do general housework, what we can all do, we can all muck in with general housework on the weekend. By all, I mean, not just obviously my husband, but my daughter too. She's going to be hoovering, dusting, tidying her room, probably under duress in the case of the latter. <laughs> but we all have to get it done. And also, now is really not the time for a spotlessly clean home for me. If that makes you feel good, hey, knock yourself out. Like I said, this isn't about right or wrong or should or should not. But for me, I just like no one's going to turn up and see it. <laughs> so that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, and I'll just do what I can on a weekend. And I'm just going to leave it all week because I would rather have some downtime. I would rather feel present with my daughter when I'm trying to homeschool her. And I would rather feel present and focused for my clients when I'm working in my business. So 
that's how I've kind of prioritized the household duties side of things. So that's what's going on over here. That's how I've been adjusting and adapting. The other thing that I've been doing are small acts of abundance to still remind myself and stay totally in tune with the fact that abundance hasn't dried up. Abundance is still real. I know that it's easy to feel really in that scarcity and lack mindset right now, especially if you're the sort of person watching the news all the time. And I've already shared on the show before, I don't watch the news. I feel quite strongly about that. I would suggest being really intentional. And I've gone off on a tangent here. I'll come back to abundance in a minute. This is important. I would really suggest being really intentional with the content that you're consuming. And actually, I I was going to share about that anyway. You've just reminded me. I've reminded myself. I noticed at the tail end of last week and actually around the time that I had my mini meltdown, that I was on my phone way more than I normally am. I'm not like disciplined with my phone because I don't feel like I need to be. Does that make sense? But I'm not on it all the time. And that's why I don't feel like I need to be disciplined with it. I'm not sort of just tied to it and constantly scrolling, constantly refreshing. But I noticed that I was on it way more and I was kind of looking to find out more information. And I do need to find out facts about stuff. So I was like looking, for example, to see like, are they going to close the schools? Now, annoyingly, if you are looking for those facts, you can end up on news websites and even trying to get in, get out just with the pure facts in your arms is easier said than done. And it's just when I've been on news websites, because I I don't generally consume news at all, I was just amazed at how much they are playing to people's fear right now. And it really angers me. That could be a whole podcast episode in and of itself. All of this to say, I noticed that I was consuming more content and consuming it with less intention than normal. And that was obviously one of the contributing factors in me having a bit of a meltdown and not feeling good because these things all add up and have a cumulative effect. So once I'd noticed that, then I went back to my normal habits and practices, turning my phone onto aeroplane mode in the evening. I don't turn it off the next day until actually after we've done that PE, so 9.30. And feeling largely better about that. The other thing that I decided to do, because I have been sort of sitting around more, not when I want to or could even work, like I said, when I'm hovering around my daughter trying to kind of look occupied but also there in case she needs help, I noticed I was just like on Instagram just scrolling. But even that wasn't feeling like the most cheerful space, although go and follow good news underscore movement, they're brilliant. Um, So I decided to make myself a little list of positive content. So things that I could go to and read that are going to make me feel great. I have things that I listen to, which is obviously great intentional content. For example, some of my modules from Limitless Money that I listen to. But you know, when you just kind of want something to distract you for five minutes, something interesting for five minutes. So I made a little list on Google Keep in my phone. And now I'm just collecting up things and popping them in there as and when I see them. So when I have five or 10 minutes and my temptation is to start scrolling, I'm going to those things instead and then feeding my mind with positive things. So do not underestimate the power that the content that you're consuming can have over how you're feeling. And so I just wanted to share that because it's something that I noticed that I was doing and I'm feeling so much better since I've been back being intentional and actually going further the other way and really feeding my brain with positive messaging 
And things that just feel kind of nourishing. Do you know what I mean? Like either really funny or really interesting or spiritual or whatever. Just feels really good. So, okay, back to acts of abundance though. I can't remember how I got onto that that tangent from there. So because I believe in abundance and I know that abundance will and does always prevail. And yes, manifestation still works, my love. And abundance isn't in social isolation. It's still there. We still have access to abundance and we can still feel abundant and things might look different right now and how we receive abundance might look differently right now and you might be thinking well my reality isn't abundant but we can still always choose to believe in abundance and I'm going to be talking about that more on subsequent episodes. I don't want to dig into it too much for now but I just want to let you know that I'm still over here very much enjoying abundance, believing in abundance, choosing abundance. So that's just me. Um, but I've been doing little acts of abundance right now because I want to do my bit to be on the other side, putting out positive energy. So I don't want to be one of these people going around making rash decisions based on fear and not facts. And I've talked about the importance of separating those two like a lot. And I've been doing small things like I mentioned before we were in more lockdown. I don't know where they've ushered the homeless people that I normally see off to. And hopefully they're all being really well taken care of. But we normally encounter some homeless people uh, very often in and out of our way to the supermarket. And I had been gifting them more things than normal just because it felt like a nice thing to be doing and to be making more of an effort to be spreading abundance. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm still paying my cleaner and I just wanted to share that because uh, I think it's so easy for us to want to just pull the plug on all of these different expenses in our lives. But for me right now, we haven't yet been impacted financially and I don't anticipate we will. Who knows what's coming but I genuinely like I mean we'll be fine <laughs> I always know this to be true now because I've worked on my money mindset and I know how to create more money so that doesn't concern me but because of that though I feel really strongly about because we can continue to pay for certain things that we will even if we can't receive the service so we're still paying our cleaner because it's not her fault she can't come and clean our house and often people doing those sorts of jobs don't get well looked after by say government spending and things and I don't want to go into all of that but I, that's just something that I'm doing that feels good right now as we're continuing to pay her for now and and also my hairdresser oh my goodness I could go into a whole thing about my hair what do we do about hair in lockdown I mean I am not naturally blonde. <laughs> Hopefully that was never a secret. But I'm really very brunette, like surprisingly brunette, and my hair grows fast. And I was a week late with my appointment. I had an appointment booked, and then because of lockdown, I couldn't have my appointment. So my hair is already at its worst point going into this. <laughs> and yes, there are way worse problems in the world. You don't need to tell me that. But these are the things that we think about, right? <laughs> Sometimes. So I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And so I spoke to my hairdresser. I love her to bits. And I was like, can you just think of something that my mum and I could do? So this was before we were in full lockdown. And I said, I'll do mum's hair. She'll do my hair. We're st we, had, we were still seeing each other at that point because we weren't seeing anybody else. She was like, yes, but you won't be able to do yours as you normally do because I have like full bleach highlights. She's like, that's too tricky, too much room for error. So you're probably going to have to do some kind of balayage effect. If you don't know what that is, go and Google it. Um, 
And so she sent me a video and she's like, I've put away at the hairdressing supply shop the things that you need. So my mum went to get them and literally that day they announced like, no, full lockdown now, you can't see each other. And so now I'm like, now what do I do with my hair? I'm literally going to have to ask and possibly beg my husband to do my hair. The horror, ladies. (laughs) So (laughs) I may well have to document that and video it just so that there is very good explanation of why I'm walking around with some really odd, maybe orange hair. Who knows what might happen? It might go really horribly wrong and I won't be able to have it fixed. (laughs) Oh, the hilarity of these things, right? So anywho, (laughs) because uh, she was really kind to think of a solution and to phone the hairdressing supply shop for us and everything, I'm still paying her for an appointment even though I can't see her. So just little things like this. I'm still paying my gym membership. I haven't phoned to cancel that. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to be paying all of these things till the end of time. None of us knows how that long this is going to go for. But for now, I am able to pay for some of these things. And to me, it's as much for me as it is for the personal service or company on the other end, because it's my small act of faith in abundance and it's a way of keeping the abundance flowing and perpetuating. So that may or may not be something you feel able to do right now, but I also just wanted to uh, put that out there as something that I've been doing. So is there anything you can take away from this episode? Well, you can decide, did anything resonate with you? Maybe you want to be working more on your mindset because you can see how that's the thing that's making this feel hard for you right now. Maybe actually the thing that resonated with you was that content consumption and endlessly scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or the news. Oh my goodness, don't do that to yourself, my love. Um, And maybe the idea of starting a little list of positive and upbeat content that you can go to when you're feeling the need for something to digest. It's fine to be digesting content, right? But something that feels really good and nourishing to you and whatever that is for you. Uh, Maybe the thing that resonated that you want to take away is the idea of incorporating movement into the spaces between the transitions. So if you have a schedule figured out already and you have times where you're working in your business and times when you're, say, homeschooling like I am, then maybe finding a way to just incorporate a small bit of movement, even if it's a few jumps on the trampoline with your kid or some star jumps or jumping jacks, depending where you are in the world, just something to get your energy going can be a really great way to mark that transition. Maybe for you, it is really getting laser focused on your priorities. Maybe that's not something you've done yet. And maybe just hearing me say that number one priority for me Uh, is my clients, customers, and Limitless Money students. And number two is serving my wider audience. And that's it. And I can literally revert to only number one if we're really pressed for time in a given week. And if not, we also have time for number two. Then it just keeps things so much more streamlined and simple. So there may be some things that you can take away from me sharing this. I don't know if this is interesting. Whenever I share behind the scenes stuff like this, I'm like, is this interesting? Because I feel like I'm saying, and then we do this, and then we do that. But I always get the feedback that you like to listen. And I also know that I do enjoy that kind of content on other people's shows. It's just when it's about yourself, you know, you kind of question, is this interesting? So I do hope, though, that something resonated with you, even if it's just the fact that, hey, we are in this together. We are mothers. We are business owners. We are all in these strange times. We have each other, my love. So... Before we wrap up, I do want to share with you a great little dash of woo that I've been using this week. And also, I just want to mention before we do that, do not forget about the giveaway. Get yourself a chance at winning one of those Shift to Profit 
one-to-one transformational coaching calls with me. With me, yay, you and I, we could be talking on the phone. How cool is that? We could be helping you to shift your strategy, your messaging. We could be helping you to shift your mindset so that you feel more empowered and supportive. We could be shifting things the way they need to go so that you can be continuing to profit and even growing your profit. I mean, if that sounds good to you, be entering, be doing that, my love. All you need to do is be sharing those two podcast episodes from last week, so one or both, part one and part two of navigating motherhood and business while your kids are at home. Lots of you have been sharing already. Thanks to those of you who have. Remember to tag me at Corrie Javid on Instagram and at Corrie A. Javid on Facebook when you do. And if you're sharing it in some other way, send us a screenshot over to support at corriejavid.com just so we can see. We don't want to miss anybody's entry out. And like I said, I'm giving away two of these and the normal price is £497 and I am waiving that. You get it for free if you win. What's not to love? Okay, dash of woo time. If you're new around here and you're like, what on earth is a dash of woo? It is a short, practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we've been talking about and give it a bit of extra sparkle as you implement it into your life. Now, you might not have taken something that we've talked about today or you might have taken all of it, but either way, this dash of woo is going to really serve you right now. Here's the thing. At times like these, when we feel afraid, maybe maybe uncertain, maybe we just feel frustrated, maybe just feeling a bit frazzled. All of these emotions, anything negative, if we're experiencing more negative feelings than normal, it's easy for us to be really closing our heart chakra. And if you heard me on the last show, <laughs> you will know that one of the things we really need to be doing right now is practicing our self-love, feeling worthy of finding a little bit of time for ourselves, feeling worthy of carving out some downtime, feeling worthy of self-care. And also in all of this, it's so easy for us to feel a ton of pressure and to be making ourselves wrong for this and not good enough at that. And that's just really the last thing you need right now, my love. If anything, you should be extra gentle with yourself right now, extra kind with yourself right now, extra loving towards yourself, because it is energetically draining trying to get used to this and trying to navigate this, right? And so here's what I want us to do. I want us to do a really wonderful, I call this the love loop meditation. Um, And it's a really great way of opening your heart chakra because when we are feeling negative, either about things in the world or even negative about ourselves, we tend to close that energy center in our kind of heart space. And it doesn't benefit us. And life is so much better when it's lived with an open heart and when we are feeling that love for ourselves as well as love for those around us. So Here's what I want you to do is just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. And obviously, I was going to say, don't do this if you're driving, but we're going to be driving a lot less. You're probably just listening to this at home, right? But you can also go and do this. Maybe if you're listening while you're homeschooling, you can do this this evening before you go to bed is a really nice thing to do. Or even if you have time, first thing when you wake up. But take a few deep sort of centering breaths just to kind of let yourself release what's been going on. If you want to sort of shrug your shoulders and make sure they're dropping right down so they're not up by your ears, that can happen to us when we're stressed. And maybe even shake your arms a bit, shake off any energy and tension you might be feeling. And then just take some deep breaths into your heart space. And imagine a kind of pink glow because that's the color of like love and our heart chakra, a pink glow starting in there. And first of all, I want you to kind of breathe in love for yourself. 
and breathe out love for yourself. And that's the first loop, okay? And then I want you to breathe love in again, and maybe you visualize a pink loop of energy, of glowing energy coming in through your nose, down into your heart space, out through your heart, out into the world. So at first, I want this loop to be going around you. So as you breathe in, feel the love coming in. And as you breathe out, feel it coming out and then wrapping around you like a hug. And then in again, and then out, wrapping around you like a hug. Giving yourself a literal hug because you probably need it this week, right, my love? You've done amazingly. And yes, I can absolutely say that from where I am, even with no knowledge necessarily of what you've been doing, you have done well. You've stayed the course, my love, and you've come out the other side. So keep doing that. That's the first loop. And do that for as long as feels good. And then we widen the loop. So then when that's feeling good and it's starting to get like bigger feelings, you've got more to give, more love to give, then start breathing in and extending that pink loop of love around and imagine it enveloping everybody in your family, everybody that's in your house right now, even pets. So do that for a few cycles of breathing that love in and feeling that love from everybody and from inside yourself and then feeling the love for yourself and for everybody else as it cycles out. And so that's the next loop, which is bigger. So we're going to go in kind of concentric circles. And then for the third loop, I want you to imagine that love for your community, wherever you live and however community feels to you. And so when I've been doing this lately, I've also been doing it sometimes for my virtual community, and that includes you, my love. And so take those deep breaths in and feel it kind of sweeping across everybody in the community, coming to you, and that love from people that you feel connected to, either virtually or in your physical community, coming in. And every time it comes in, the love in you grows until your whole body is glowing and pink and enveloped in this pink, wonderful, loving energy, and then looping back out and touching and loving everybody in your community. And then the final loop is literally the world. So you send it out wide and huge and you feel it touching all of humanity and you feel that connection and love with everyone and that connection and love with your community and that connection and love with everybody in your household and that connection and love with yourself. And don't forget yourself in every single loop. And it's a really, really wonderful, almost antidote to what's going on there right now. It's a really lovely way to spend just five minutes centering yourself and opening up your heart space and also giving yourself a little bit of love. I hope you enjoy using that this week. Do tell me if you do. If you want to find out more about today's show, you can do that over at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash my week. And don't forget to check out the stockpile that I have been hoarding for you. <laughs> corriejavid.com forward slash stockpile and going into the giveaway and wherever you're at in terms of emotionally my love wherever you're at in terms of figuring this out and navigating it none of us have got it all figured out yet none of us are perfect none of us are doing it perfectly none of us have got all of our shit together so there's no pressure on you to do that just be super kind to yourself during the week ahead from this week onwards we are just doing one podcast episode a week going out on Tuesdays my love and so I will speak to you next Tuesday and until then don't forget because it is still true you are limitless 
Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.